Okay. Okay. One thing uh, you wanted to take off your necklace. Okay. Because <laughs> it's going to be. Ding a ling a ling a ling a ling. That's how we should begin. This. That's it. I think that's, that's the it. intro. <laughs> here we are. We're doing it. We're here. We're here. We're doing it. Do you feel weird at that height? <clears throat> Not really. Not I mean, if you don't. I don't feel weird. I don't know how else we would do this. I think this is good. It yeah. sounds really good. It does sound good. I'm happy with it. Your voice is very... Um, I've always just thought it to be very comforting because it's a slow nice. pace it's kind of like how barack obama has a great speaking voice yeah i feel like you have a barack obama vibe <laughs> i'm being serious thank you you're welcome uh, he he was pretty awesome he, he was. is pretty i mean awesome. yeah he's not rest in peace not yet okay well welcome welcome to as woo woo as you want with Jeremiah and Celine. And here we are. <laughs> <sighs> so maybe we should um, let our listeners know a little bit about what this is, what we're doing, who we are. Yes, I think that's a good start. Yeah. So I think the main premise is two pals. Talking about spiritual stuff in Brooklyn. I mean, I think we want to talk about different spiritual teachers, ideas, astrology, the occult, meditation. Woo-woo shit. Yeah. And I, just kind of see. And I have to say up front, there mm. will be profanity in this program. That is true. I'm not going to censor myself. No, I don't think we should. Yeah. Um... Okay. Is that makes that is sort of what we that our goal is, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I w- I kind of want to say I wish I knew more, which I guess that's the point of the the podcast, right? Yeah. To just dip your toe, dip our toes in everything and learn. Yeah. Yeah. And have guests. Yeah. And that. Uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. This first episode, we are going to introduce ourselves because, uh, you know, I'm sure there, there will be friends and family listening to this who know who we are. But for those of you who don't know who we are, um, you have no idea who we are. So we have to introduce <laughs> ourselves to you and um, give you a little bit of background um, about how we came to uh, being interested in all things woo-woo. Yeah. So, you want me to go first? I kind of do. Yeah, okay. I feel like you're. it's a good guide. Or do okay. you want me to go first? No, 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 no. You no, can no. go first. I can go first. You go first. Go on. So, my name's Jeremiah. I honestly, you know, I'm going to start this off. I've been, like, wanting to say this. I've been thinking about this podcast for a while now, and I didn't know... Um, I didn't know how to go about it, and I just knew I needed a venue for talking and exploring and learning about woo-woo spiritual things and a few weeks ago i was just like i need celine on this podcast like it's gonna make this podcast it was probably after the talk at the bake shop yeah i think that was like it yeah i was psyched i didn't really know what any of it was gonna be like but i was like sure i'm super down to talk about all this stuff yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah, um, I feel like I'm trying too hard right now. Really? Yeah. I think, well, there's there's, <laughs> an, there's a certain amount you know of pressure is? when Wait, you're doing you know what it is? This it's, is great. We're just jumping in. It's one of those things where, like, you know when, like, you get into an argument with someone mm-hmm. and you're, like, you walk away and you're, like, I didn't say this, I didn't say this, I didn't say this. And then you think about it. Constantly. And you're like, next time, next time (laughs) I talk to this person, I'm going to say this and say that and say this. And then you get up to that person and it's like, you can say those things 
or you just totally blank out, which yeah. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. And yeah. that's what's happening to me right now where it's like I can do the scripted thing, but it doesn't feel right. So I'm not going to do it. I think that that makes me feel less pressure, too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, there is something about sitting in front of someone who has headphones and a microphone and yeah. we are you know, taking on this task to talk about, like, woo-woo stuff and, like, kind of, like, hold a beacon of light on a subject that, like, I think we're both still, like, exploring. Yeah. Maybe that's why my palms are a little sweaty. I know. I feel like we're... (sighs) Trying to take on something that is super unknown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that life? (sighs) Yeah. I mean... I think that our intentions are in the good place. But how do we... How do you structure something that is, like, very unknown, you know? That's a good point. Right? Okay, let's go back to introductions. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. So... Do you want me to start? No, no, no. Okay. I got it. Um, so, my name is Jeremiah. And uh, I have been into woo-woo stuff, I think, longer than I realized. And I didn't realize how, like, obsessed I am with existence. Obsessed with existence? Yeah. Huh. Like, at a very young age, I always knew I was, like, alive. Well, your dad is also a rabbi. Yeah. So, that's something. (laughs) Uh, you know. Yeah. So, so a little bit about uh, uh, a little bit about me. Um, my dad's a rabbi, mm-hmm. and I love him dearly. And um, my mother's a social worker. My sister is a social worker. My dad actually also has an MSW degree. So I grew up in a social work family. Huh. Um, I didn't know that. Your typical. East Coast, New York Jew, <laughs> analytical, super self-conscious, super self-conscious, analyzing everything. I mean, family. Me too, but in a different context. Yeah, I think being a Capricorn. I'm just saying that I don't care. I'm just being a triple Capricorn. I'm basically born a small professor, and I ate, as I age, I'm more fun. Super serious kid. Thought about like. Whew, what is all this? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. From a tiny age. And it seems like you did too. Yeah. So anyway, keep going. And yeah. then what happened? Oh, geez. Yeah. So I, you know, grew up in uh, New York and New Jersey and uh, was really into philosophy. I obviously was raised religiously. I went to synagogue every week. Um, was... Uh, conservative if, for the Jews out there. Uh, I was raised conservative, so liberal, but not too liberal. Um, yeah, interject. Yeah. Didn't you not have a hamburger until you were in your, like, 30s? I had kosher hamburgers. I did not break my kashrut ah, serious. until my late 20s, and it was a very slow process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so I was always raised with, like, a religious, spiritual background, but I always ironically felt, and I I love Judaism, I think it's a beautiful tradition, but I always also felt it was constricting. Hmm. Well, most religions, I feel like, have that constriction, which I think a lot of people like. It sets guidelines. It's safe. It's safe. But it's also, like, tells you, here's what you do, here's what you don't do. This is the structure. This is what happens when you die or when you don't die. Um, And I think a lot, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I think, but woo-woo is kind of beyond that. Well, though, I guess there was like esoteric Christianity. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like Judaism, Mm -hmm. right? For sure. Hindu is pretty... Esoteric, I guess. I mean, reincarnation, past lives. Where was I? The hamburgers. The hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, you were talking about how you were like, you know. Yeah. Religion. You know what, you know what it is? Again, it, it, it's like, I feel like I've been thinking about doing this so much that now that we're doing it, I'm like not flowing because I'm just thinking about what I was well, going to say. Let's just be no pressure, right? Yeah. Maybe unbutton your jacket. Take a minute. Relax all your sphincters. Seriously. <laughs> You're so right. Just relax. We're just chatting. You can edit this. I'm going to take my sweater off too because I'm hot. Here's Well, here's an idea of asking you. When you thought of this like big podcast thing, yeah. in your head, what did you want to kind of do? I wanted you to... You didn't t- want to do it by yourself. No. Right. So why? You needed someone to ask you questions. I think the primary thing was what we were talking about earlier where... Um, I didn't feel like I was an expert, you mm. know? I can't just get on a mic and start talking about stuff. I mean, we both know things, but right. I felt like the way I look at it and the way I look at as woo as you want, at mm-hmm. least from the beginning, I feel like we talked about this, was yeah. I feel like I'm coming from a religious, philosophical, maybe more like Western intellectual mm-hmm. type of view okay. like, with like splashes of Eastern stuff. Okay. And you have more of like a, and in the best way possible, like witchy hands on kind of practical occultish approach. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, I think part of my background of my like getting into this vibe of all this stuff is that from a very young age, or maybe, you know, when I was in, like, high school, my mom was very into these ideas. You know, like, she would read books that were channeled by mediums on, like, the nature of reality and, like, go to, you know, have her psychics or, like, meditate. Like, And so from a really young age, this was, like, very normal to me. And it's interesting that now at 35, wow, 35, everybody's kind of thinking this is normal now, which is an interesting place to be in society for me. Like when I was younger, I don't think I would ever talk about this stuff with like my friends. I wouldn't be like, so like, have you heard of the law of creation or like what you attract? You know, because that would be so fucking weird. (laughs) to say to like a 16 year old you know who's like smoking pot or like drinking beer you know like that wasn't cool no so maybe that's why i'm a little bit more like whatever loose about this yeah yeah because it's not a rational thing spiritual ideas like meditating like creating your own reality like you have to think about it in a way that isn't super logical because it defies the logic that we grew up in. Like, totally. We're not supposed to know these things. This is such a great segue to the continuing my biography. What do you mean? I'll tell you. Tell me. So, so exactly what you're saying. As I grew up, I got really into philosophy. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually went to um, college. I went to Boston University. At Boston University. I studied sociology, but... I had one class um, where we uh, studied uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein, who was a um, mid-20th century philosopher. And that class actually propelled me into wanting to go into grad school. And I went and got my master's degree in philosophy. Did Did, you really? Did you not know that? Did you know the news that I also majored in philosophy in college? I was terrible at it. (laughs) I was so bad at writing those papers. I think this could be the definition of the two of us. Oh, my God. I studied philosophy, but I just couldn't write it the way they wanted me to. And you probably were like a baller at it. Uh, my philosophy, my favorite philosophy class was philosophy of the mind. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't really, I'm not going to be able to be like. Oh, my God. Did you not know this? You did not know this. Yeah. This is a real story. This is amazing. Yeah. Dirk Paraboom was my teacher. Love. I don't in know. In college. Yeah. Dirk Paraboom. 
He actually wrote my um, referral letter to go to acupuncture school. I doubt he remembered me. UVM, it's like a giant school. That's so crazy. Yeah, he was super cool. Wow. Yeah. Philosophy of the mind. Philosophy, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so that was your jump off point. Well, that was my jump off point. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, like I said, I was always really into, uh, I was just, I, I'm obsessed with existence. Mm-hmm. Why are we here? What right. is going on? <laughs> Like, we're born and then we die? I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I've been obsessed with it forever. Why do we all sleep? What is sleep? What is sleep? sleep. We all sleep. That's weird. We just, like, all just shut down. Well, we don't, though. No, I know. I know, but I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Well, I know, too. I know. I'm being hypothetical. I'm trying to, like, yeah, channel my my younger self. Yeah, like, why do we sleep? That makes sense. We're definitely going to have a sleep episode. We should have a dream episode. Ooh, yes. That's good. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, stay tuned. So, um, yeah, so all these things just completely, I just wanted to know more. I wanted to understand. And so I went to um, grad school. And for philosophy. For philosophy um, at University what of Chicago. Kind? Well, I wanted to study Wittgenstein because I was Can really you, into. What's his vibe? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. This is going to get really nerdy. I'm, um, I'm interested. So is everyone else. Yeah. So um, Wittgenstein, I would say, was actually co-opted by uh, analytic philosophy. Mm. So current Western philosophy is split between analytic and continental. Okay. Uh, analytic is based more in logic and language. Right. And continental is more based in. It, it kind of gets more woo woo. I mean, that's your like Nietzsche and your Foucault. What's and, the ghosts in the machine thing? No? Do you not know what I'm talking about? Maybe that's something different. I don't know. It sounds like it sounds s- some gestalt that. Uh, but that would be con- But that would be continental, probably. I don't know. I have to look it up. I mean, a lot of philosophy that I remember reading about is, like, really depressing. Because it takes, it just boils. I'm sorry, is that terrible to say to you? No, it was so depressing. It's so sad. There's a lot of it is like, well, we're just machines. And that's why I hated analytic philosophy. But that's what you did. No, that's not who the guy was. Well, no, he, he, I I always felt he was more, I mean, he was Austrian, um, and kind of like his his predecessors Bertrand Russell, who was the father of the philosophy of language and he, and the the father of analytic philosophy, but Wittgenstein took an, took the whole thing into a whole other direction. Hmm. Um, anyway, oh right, Just getting back philosophy. To philosophy. We, we we can talk about that. I I'm I'm not um currently well read, but um this was when I was twenty four and uh. About midway through that year, um, as I mentioned earlier, I was doing a master's. It was at University of Chicago, and uh, they do a year. It's a year-long master's program. And about halfway in, um, I just knew that uh, this wasn't the right thing for me. Hmm. And um, I had been connected with um, this woman who I'm going to be talking about a lot on this podcast. Oh, your I, fave. You love <laughs> I consider her. her like she, she probably would not um, accept the term guru, but I will say guru. Cause I think that she showed me my own inner divinity hmm. um, and pointed me to uh, the intuitive knowledge that everyone has. And um, it's so ironic. I, I think irony is going to be coming up coming up a lot in this podcast too hmm. I feel like the deepest truths are paradoxes and iron like ironies example what I'm about to say okay so um, in grad school like I said um, about halfway through I really didn't want to do it um, I would say it was almost like the beginning of my Saturn return um, mm. I even though it's 24 is a little early but you know it's like revving up and uh, I didn't 
want to do it anymore and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and we were connected with this woman her name is Tosha Silver uh, T-O-S-H-A S-I-L-V-E-R um, you will be hearing about her a lot <laughs> <laughs> probably she's she's um, definitely one of my um, cornerstones um, uh, she was still doing readings at the time now she just is a writer and where teacher where does she live? in Chicago? Uh, the Bay Area Really? Yeah. Hmm. So the the crazy thing, I'll give you the little Tosha story, is um, we are connected, our family's connected with her through my mom had a work colleague who told her about her. And um, it's okay. Celine's drinking water. I know. I was trying to be, like, careful, too. I have to loosen the fuck up. You're still not loose? Uh, You seem so much better. You know what it is? What's wrong? Now I feel like we're talking. I feel like this is all, like, scripted bullshit I'm doing right now. But I'm... But But you're, like, listening. I'm interested to know... Because it's interesting to see how people began. Yeah. See, I feel like this episode, hopefully you'll keep listening, but, like, it feels scripted, and I feel like the next one's going to be more natural because we're just going to start talking. This one, I feel like we have to give our, like, fucking elevator speech, our life speech. we don't have to. Yeah. Like... You know, we don't have to talk about how we got to where we are. Well, I only mention it because sometimes it's, you know, important. Okay. Oh, my God. <gasps> my brain is exploding because I my. feel like this is all tying together. Okay. I'll, here we go. Uh, and, and uh, for, for, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> um, You're just talking to me. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, um, Tosha, uh, my mom, um, I don't know. She got a reading from Tosha. Hmm. I don't know. It must have been somewhere in the 90s and um, uh, was just like kind of blown away by her intuitive abilities. Uh, she read her natal chart and So did your mom tarot. is kind of a witchy lady? She's a little open. She's, she's open. She's open. She's very spiritually open. So 90s, you were what, a teenager? I was... You were in your teens, maybe. Yeah. College. Yeah. And I was very skeptical. Oh, twist. I was a hardcore. See, this is why we have to talk about this. Skeptical, like typical. You were a philosophy major. Philosophy major. Like, no, that's not real. I hate. No, uh, we would not have been. I would not be friends with myself (laughs) at all. Didn't believe in astrology, didn't believe in any of it. I thought it was all bullshit. See, I think that's really important to talk about. Yeah. You know, like that is, that's everybody. The majority of people are like, bullshit. I know. So reading with her, but then, so your families know each other? I didn't know you, oh, her, your mom. Well, my mom got a reading first and then actually my dad got a reading. My sister got a reading. So my, my family's open. They are open. Okay. Um, and uh, thank God they're open. Um, <laughs> uh, I love you guys. I know you're listening. Um, so, so, but I didn't get a reading. Oh, I like didn't when get you a were re- younger. When I was younger, I was you like, were like, fuck no. that shit. I don't, this is bullshit. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And the last time my mom, um, uh, my mom got a reading around the time or like before I went to grad school and Tosha, which she like, she said to my mom, she was like, I don't usually do this, but I feel like your son could really like use a reading. Hmm. Like I feel called to like ask him to call me. Right. And, um, she, at the at the time I was dating this girl and, um, my mom, uh, never talked about me more than just like, he's my son to Tosha. And, um, Tosha was like, let me, you know, I'm getting some like information about Jeremiah and like his current situation. And, um, I'm going to talk about him for about 10 minutes. And if you want, feel free to, uh, play this back to him. So she used to record her sessions. And so, um, my mom, after the reading, was like, I know you're not into this stuff, but Tosha talked about you for about 10 minutes, and she said that if you want, you should listen, or you could listen, um, if you're open. 
before you went to grad school? Or was this during the time That's that you were like, I'm confused? I think this was during grad school. Also, I think this what was does like Thanksgiving. Tosha do? Does she read cards? Does she like, is she more of like a psychic energy connector? So she is a very strong intuitive. Mm, okay. Is that like the proper term for psychic? I don't know. I feel like psychic, psychic is a bad word It's so stigmatized. I, I don't, know. yeah. Intuitive. I think that's a better intuitive word. Intuitive astrologer. And she also would read tarot. Okay. So like during calls, she would, your first call with her, she doesn't do calls anymore. Tosho, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know you don't do calls anymore. <laughs> um, don't try and, and, and get calls from her, but get all of her books. Um, and I'll, like I said, I'm going to be talking about her a lot because again, she is uh, really important to my um, journey and my story. But, um, yeah, intuitive. Okay. okay. Intuitive. Yeah. So I think this was like Thanksgiving 2007. Yeah. And then did you just leave school? No. So what happened was is I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll listen to this crazy woman. <laughs> Let's hear what she has to say. You know, in the back of my head, like, I'm in philosophy school. This is bullshit. Like, whatever. Right. Um, and my mom played me the cassette. It was still a cassette. <laughs> it was like I was, like, listening on a Walkman. Uh, she played me back this section. <laughs> and I was just like. Boom. Who is this person? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this? What? I was like, how much have you told her about? I was like, you, you definitely like said a lot of stuff about it. And, and my mom was like, Jeremiah, she knows like your age and that you're dating someone. That's it. I love that. And Tosha was talking about me, my relationship with my girlfriend at the time, you know, like all these things where I was like, she's in my fucking head. <laughs> what? Like How? Well. So what happened, fast forward like two months, uh, that girl and I, we broke up. I was in a real funk, you know, girlfriend yeah. gone. It was the dead of cold in Chicago. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if you ever really know, but um, I think you get better. You get better. Yeah. Or you just you get in little ruts. Yeah, it was a rut. It was definitely a rut. Sounds like a rut. Yeah. And so I think it was January or February of 2008 that I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to call this woman. I don't know. Oh, you, you called her in the rut. I called her. And it was like an aha moment? Yeah. Huh. So you've been in touch with her for like 11, 11 years. years. Wow. Yeah. I sent her an email around Rosh Hashanah um, just thanking her because it had been, yeah, over 10 years. But she was... doesn't practice anymore? Or she has books? So now she she has like an online community where she teaches and um, she's a published author. She's mm. written a number of books. She has like uh, cards. She has a, a couple of cards uh, series that are really oh, cool. Like, like decks? Decks, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I... For everyone else, I've never heard of this person. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an acolyte. Um, but that's what's cool about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, and that's the end of my story, everyone. But th this is what I wanted to say, mm. relating back to everything that's happening here. And I think what's happening literally in this recording mm -hmm. is you can't think. Yeah. You like, can't overthink this. I realized this a few years after grad school, but your mind is limited in its knowledge. Or not limited, but it, it accesses knowledge in a different way than your intuition. Right. If you don't turn on the different parts of your brain. Meaning, you know, we only use like what, uh, I don't know the specific it's number. Like 10%, right? Right. So that's like 90 percent of our brain what else is it doing yeah so i think the more you tap into woo woo stuff you kind of activate 
more percentage of your brain so that you can get outside of this like rational overthinking black and white analytic life yeah or putting so much pressure on yourself well also like the way i look at it is like for me this really became clear when i started my meditation practice a few years ago I was trying to remember when I did. I wanted to put a number on it for people. A meditation? Yeah. I feel like it's been a while, but I don't know because I actually haven't known you that long. Yeah, I know. Wait, have we though? I don't know. <laughs> I actually remember when I first met you at one of our, I don't know, Ocean Friends. We have these this group of people that we just go to the beach with and then we eat like tacos after. And I remember sitting with you at the Commodore, which is a bar. In Brooklyn. Yeah. And you talked to me about how you went to a sweat lodge in like Sedona with Melissa, his girlfriend. And I remember being like, oh my God, he's, he knows what's up and being so psyched. <laughs> Was it the Integratron? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in Joshua Tree. Yeah. Anyway, that was just a, it was a nice moment, Aww. you know? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, I, I just wanted to, I'm going to wrap up my bio section because I want to get to Celine with just oh, saying gosh. that. And I think it's so funny because like everything that's occurred on this podcast is me. So me. Yeah. Like thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like thinking Having to too take hard. breaks and being like, I can't. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. But, but, um, <laughs> but that's why I love woo stuff because it's, it's just another aspect of who you are. And, um. And uh, when I started my meditation practice, it just opened, uh, it opened up new doors of, of knowledge and understanding that f was really what I wanted from philosophy. Yeah. Well, you were just reading yeah. the wrong stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not the wrong stuff, but there's, I think there's a lot of philosophy that can be very esoteric and inclusive and not depressing. Yeah. You, I think there's this guy named John Mills. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah. Is he the one that said that everything dies and then gets reabsorbed into everything else? I Every particle. I took this philosophy class oh, cool. in college from a rabbi. And he, we read all this sort of like esoteric philosophy. And I think that was one of the flaw. I, I don't know. Maybe I have to double check. But the idea was that like everything, all physical pa particles, whether it's like a human, a plant or whatever, dies and then gets reabsorbed. So you can have all the particles from everything else, too. Yeah. So we could have like plants, animals, stuff. I don't know. It was a very, I think it's called the living theory or something. Actually, I'm not really sure. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> Someone I right now is on, on Google. Like, and I'm like, you idiot. So he doesn't know shit. What are they talking about? I don't know what it's called. Um, anyway. Anyway. I want to stop talking. I want to okay. let Celine talk now. Yes. So wait. Okay. So let's. Yes. Yeah. We got to. I got to make sure it's conversation. You know what's weird about this? What? I don't feel weird. I don't know why you feel weird. <sighs> I know. Is it the way we're sitting? Is it too formal? No. Okay. I, again, I just think my, I like was thinking about it so much. Yeah. Okay. But now that we're here, I'm like, oh, it's got to be this and it's got to be that. <laughs> and like, it's just going to be what it is going to be. And, and I think there's a part of me that, um, I really want to be open in this, by the way. Like, yeah. I want to work through shit in this. I kind of do too. Yeah. So, if, like, for me, one thing is, um, what were we talking about? Oh, um, I don't, know. I don't want. I think I have this desire to like want it to be perfect. Oh, Jared. And I know it's not going to be that. It's not going to be that at all. And I'm letting it go. I've let it go. I mean, the news is we're not professional podcast people. We're not even. We don't like. Did you give... not realize that? <laughs> you and ever... you didn't. We don't. We don't give like talks about this stuff. So no. I think it's like you know growing experience oh yeah well yeah i think for me it's just i um, get what you're saying it's though. just it's just realizing that we're talking to each other and we're also talking to an audience see i'm not thinking about that yeah 
and that makes me feel way more uh, free. Good. <laughs> I'm trapped. No, okay. If you just, I think no, no, that's, no, 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 no. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I feel better. Feel I honestly better? like. I had to get that whatever that was for people, uh, that bio. I needed to get that the hell out of my system so I can move forward. So I feel good now. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so Celine. So me. Where do I come from? Who oh am my God. I? I'm a triple Capricorn. FYI, everyone knows that's insane. But I think I'm pretty fun, which is crazy. You are. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Um, so I just grew up in a home that woo-woo was kind of the baseline. My mom, though, was actually kind of like a moonbeam hippie wasp, if that makes sense. So she could talk to you about energies and, you know, philosophies of, you know, different like mediums or ideas of religion, but then, you know, and meditated and had crystals, but then could also go to like a country club and have a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah. You know, so interesting dynamic. My dad, kind of a suit with like a very open heart. So they together as like, my mom would help my dad with business and they would do like focus wheels together. And Wait, what? Focus wheels. What's that? Focus wheels are when you sit down and you're trying to like create a new idea or get like a little clarity on something. So you just draw a big circle on a piece of paper, and then around it, you kind of write down, you know, your thoughts until they kind of consolidate into one focused goal. So in a really kind of easy way, like if you're like, I don't know what to do with my job. I don't know what kind of job I want if you're trying to figure that out. So you sit down, have the circle, And then around the circle, you're like, okay, I want to work nine to five. Or no, I don't. I want to create my own hours. Um, But I want to see people. Um, I want to have health insurance. Or, you know, I want an easy commute. And so you kind of get as specific around the idea of what seems really nice to you. And by the end, usually you'll come up with like a sentence that's very clear on what you want. And so you can use that. And kind of an intention practice. I totally want to do this. Yeah. Focus wheels. Focus wheel. So I was doing focus wheels when I was like 16. And it was, what? to me, it was, <laughs> but as a side note, I've had a really normal life. Like I've had hard stuff happen. Like, you know, I still operated within the world that was what everyone else was doing. It's just that sometimes if I had a cold, I would go to a Reiki person. If, but if I was really sick, I would obviously take medicine. But, yeah. you know, so That's that was like my amazing. home. Yeah. Um, and then college, UVM, art major and philosophy major. Um, and I was really bad at writing papers. But the ideas were really interesting. You know, I was like philosophy, obviously. I'm always thinking about what's going on why we are here, why the world is the way it is, or why more people aren't awake, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I guess my Tosha is two people. Either Jane Roberts, who was the creator and, not the creator, but like the enabler of the Seth material, which came out in the 70s, which is really heady shit. Um, Side note, (laughs) Celine turned me on to Seth, uh, not uh, maybe like six months ago. Yeah. It was pretty recent. And, (laughs) oh no, it wasn't six, it was, I think it was, yeah, whatever, almost a year ago. Anyway, I devoured the first book. Which one Um, did I give you? The Nature of Reality? No, The um, Eternal Validity of uh, the Soul. So that's me at like 16. <laughs> <laughs> Celine, she gives me this book or she recommends this book and I read it and I'm 35 years old and it's exploding my mind. And I'm like, you knew about this at 16? Like, yeah, this is why you need to be part of this podcast. Like, oh my God. But a lot of the ideas and stuff I didn't really practice. I think that is something to note. Like I didn't. 
set intentions always. I didn't meditate always. You know, I did like yoga. Um, I journaled, but like I really started practicing what I preach <laughs> per se, like probably the last like seven years or so, mm. like conscious creation, like being intentional about what I'm doing. And then I think over the last like two years, big time. Yeah. And why? What changed? To be honest, I was just tired of being bummed out and feeling like, oh, man, life is so hard. Yeah. Everything's happening to me and I don't have any control over it. Or like, you know, I was sick of myself. <laughs> and then I was like, this is a, mm, I want to say choice. And I know that's a little tough to hear if you're in a bad spot or yeah. you're depressed. Like, but, you know. On some, I don't mean like you're conscious, like waking every day, but yeah. on some level, like all of our circumstances, we've agreed to as a choice. Yeah. To learn something, to grow or not. And like you can choose what you want to do with it. Um, you know, I also use this a lot. This is heavy, but as my, my mom had cancer and died of breast cancer, six almost six years ago. And, you know, going through that process with someone who's spiritually like awake, there was no fear on her end, you know, like there wasn't much of that. And she was very much like, this is my journey and my choice. And I do think like when she died, that was kind of her, that was what she wanted to happen, which is crazy to say, I know. But no. so then after that, I think that really propelled me to like, because I could have been really bummed out and depressed and, like, use that as a way to just not evolve. And that's fine if you do. That's totally fine. But I just didn't want to live that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I just rambled. No, that was amazing. And that's something that I, I definitely want to dive into. Mm. Um, one podcast that I think he'll be coming up a lot too, but I literally started listening to this guy, Shaman Durek. So if you're, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, this is too lightweight for me, this isn't woo woo <laughs> enough. Shaman Durek, D-U-R-E-K. That dude is basically Seth right now. Like the guy, when he talks, I'm like, my brain explodes. Really? Yeah. Where is he from? Where is he doing? New them? Orleans. He's a third generation like shaman healer. <sighs> like his family goes back from West Africa and then uh, Haiti and then New Orleans and like his story is cool. just unbelievable. I love that. Yeah. Um Ooh, also Bashar I listen to a lot. I saw Bashar. Bashar is an alien. <laughs> we are gonna get deep he's, into this stuff. He's Daryl Hannah channels Bashar. And Bashar is a uh, I think it's like in our history or our future. He is a combination of gra the Greys, which are an alien life being, and then eventually, according to Bashar, we mesh humans and Greys and become this kind of like molded being. And Bashar is like a future generation of that. Yeah. Super weird stuff, but cool. Talks a lot about like sacred geometry and using that in meditations. Um, and very, very direct. Mm -hmm. There's no sugarcoating like about it. Spirit is just direct. Bashar? Just in general. Some of them, but like Abraham, Abraham and Hicks. Yeah. Abraham is a very gentle, and they're like very popular. That's true. Bashar is like, you're doing it wrong. Be better, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, so yeah, that's me, awesome, right? Yeah, and what do you do now, Celine? Currently, I am an acupuncturist, and I think that makes a lot of sense for who I am. Why, because I do really like to enable people to get to a place of healing, whether that's like a physical pain or 
emotional stuff. And I've never been scared of emotions, right? Like people cry in front of me all the time. Love it. And I think there's some people that that makes them uncomfortable emotions. And I think if you're going to be any kind of healer, you kind of have to be down with that like emotional side. So that's what I do now. I hope to be, keep doing it. Maybe add some different things in. And what do you do now? We'll we'll see what happens with this podcast. Imagine. (laughs) See, maybe what's happening is you're coming from a place of the ego. Me? Well, with you wanting it to be perfect. Of course. Oh. (laughs) I know. I know exactly what's happening. Oh. Yeah. I want it to be good. I want people to enjoy it. Me too. And and I want... um, I hope this didn't come across as rambling. Um, both of know. us? Yeah, both of I us. Mean, pro- I mean, it might have. I mean, you didn't I felt like I was rambling the whole time, but... No, you gave a clear, concise... Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, the one other thing I wanted to say um, that I was thinking about is... Uh, I feel like I finally calmed down. Um, right now? Yeah. But... Um, I feel like I'm being stopped from saying what I wanted to say, so I'm not going to say it. What? What? Yeah. Really? I don't know. Ah, that's kind of a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> on next pad, on the next You're like, podcast, find out what I want to say. What I say. <laughs> um, I think the beginnings of stuff are always weird. Oh yeah. So There's, I think this is a weird. This it, is a weird moment. It's a weird moment. It's and unstructured. It, yeah. It's a little loosey-goosey. Yeah. We've talked about a lot of random shit. Well, the Talmud. The bring, I'll wear my Jewish hat. The Talmud, <laughs> okay. which is part of the written rabbinical Jewish tradition, okay, um, has a very famous quote that says, the beginnings are the hardest. Well, that's the truth. Yeah. Though I feel being like a baby is not very hard. No, that's when you're the most real. Yeah. Then you get conditioned out of it. We'll talk about that, too. We should talk about babies. Like, they're little spirits? They're just so pure. They really are. They're sort of terrifying, though. Yeah. They're basically Little kids aliens. are also kind of scary. Yeah. They'll, like, true. tell you, like, you look horrible today. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know, there's no, like... No filter. None. None no. whatsoever. No. So, uh, so what do I do? Oh yeah. What, what do, do you do? So I am a music and video producer and we're actually recording this podcast at the studio that is mine. Um, lots of plants, a production studio called PS three, seven, nine. You can check it out at PS three, seven, nine studio.com. Uh, yes, it's not a real public school to take on a public school <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I love I love woo stuff, and I'm just so excited to be doing that. Like, I want to already I want to get on to the next episode. Like, let's record. I mean, it right we now. could. Should we? I mean, maybe if you feel a little looser. Okay, should we just keep recording? Should we, or do you want to take a minute? All right, we'll take a minute. Let's take a minute. Have some water. Okay. But then, should we end this one? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I People know. are going to be like, they don't know like, what. This is the- horrible. <laughs> what is this? Nonsense, bullshit, yeah. palm sweating, like awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these no names? <laughs> Who are these people? I mean, it's just going to be our friends. Yeah. And true. family. And then we're going to put it all over social media. Right. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> okay. Well, let's sign off. Let's have a sign off. Um, so much pressure. Oh, do you want? Oh, do you want to do like? I don't a, know. We should have talked about this before. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, well, no. What? If you have uh, something, go. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Um. <laughs> Celine had this idea. Um. We we have our own little friend group. We do a meditation club. We have to pick a date, by the way. Yep. We do. Um, and, uh, she was like, it'd be cool if maybe at the end of every episode we do like a little thing, a practice, something. So, um, 
I'm going to do like a take on, I'll, I'll do the like little breathing thing. So okay. this is something that I learned from, uh, it's called the art of living. I am forgetting the guru who, who taught it and brought it to the Western world. Um, is it a woman? I, I don't remember. Did I just buy this book? It's like a program called the art of living. Okay. Keep going. Maybe. Sorry. Um, Anyway, they they teach you a bunch of different meditation techniques, and and literally the first technique is this breathing technique. So maybe I'll I'll teach that, and then we, okay. can, we sign can off. Sign off. Okay. Um, so as everyone knows, breathing is very important for your body. Um, I probably wasn't breathing deeply or um, calmly enough through that whole episode, but um, I'm going to teach you now how to calm yourself. Um, so what you do is you get into like a nice upright position. You have to have full access to your lungs and um, you're going to hold your um, fists uh, by your shoulders. And um, yeah, it's almost like you're about to like do like a, a bench press or something. And um, when you inhale, you're going to raise your arms up. And when you exhale, you're going to bring your arms down and you're going to do that 10 to 20 times. Um, and what that is going to do is it's going to recycle just the energy, the energy and the breath in your body. So, you know, you, you're always kind of, you're eating things. If you live in New York or another city, you're, you, you got toxins in your body. And so this is just like a really nice way of like immediately flushing out all the crap in your system and bringing in clean energy, clean air. So we'll do that right now. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. Inhale. Exhale, bring those arms down. Inhale, bring your arms up. Exhale, brings your arms down. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale. And I just like, as soon as you do it, it's like. I feel so much better. <sighs> just feel like relaxed. Yeah. I think that each time we do a podcast, we'll do a new little breathing thing. I have one to talk about next time. Perfect. Yeah. S stay tuned. Stay tuned. Episode two of Selena will be teaching <laughs> her breathing technique. Hopefully. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>